welcome back for another unclicked. We are here with Dan, little Dan, the real Dan God. Caller, real God, <laughs> little Dan. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it comes up in my phone. Dan, little Dan Kink or something like that. Yeah, and then uh, Jaden Mucha. 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 Ah, okay, <laughs> this whole okay. time. That's right. Everybody says something different. Yeah. So they are here in San Diego via uh, an email with J-Ro and me, basically. That's that's why you're here. That's all we had, too. <laughs> <laughs> Been out in San Diego for a few days and uh, like six or so. Yeah. Just kind of cruising around. It's funny because, you know, Jaden is park guy and you are rail guy basically not to not to box you guys in too much but and then uh you guys are both out here and what's it been like san diego just a little bit i mean it's so you know usually when i've been here it's been with other street riders or like the whole squad so we're like going around doing a bunch of stuff but now it's like we'll start in the mornings while where Jaden can get some altitude in the city parks. <laughs> <laughs> and then like i don't know we'll go drive around looking for like a rail for me and it's cool because like we both enjoy riding with each other still, but it's just different. Like now's his time that he's going to be trying to do some shit. And then there's my time. I'm trying to do some shit too. Yeah. yeah. You like kind of rode a lot of part growing up too, right? Yeah. I grew yeah. up on like big wooden ramps and uh, bowls, which <laughs> you can't tell now by watching me drop into the skate park. No, no, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, yeah. I like, I love that stuff. You know, concrete's a little different. It's a little yeah. Scarier, yeah. But. I agree. Yeah, you guys are both from Rochester, too, yeah. right? Which yeah. is pretty cool. Well, Rochester has, like, a pretty good, like, legacy of... So many. Tony Hamlin, Craig Walsh. <laughs> There's yeah. so many dudes. Yeah. It's it's funny how, how that scene just, like, keeps... Produ- I think it's just the parks, you know? Like, yeah. it, it's like the yeah. parks really do produce... I'm pretty sure Ben Snowden is from us like a suburb right outside of Rochester, Oh, too. really? Yeah. That's funny. Dang, that's funny. It's random one. <laughs> yeah. So when... uh. What was that park that you rode all the time? Extremes. Extremes. That's what it was. I never got to ride that you, park. Okay, that was before you. Yeah, so yeah. we forgot to do that on Click Plug. The coffee plug. So, yes. I'll just put the graphic in. So, <laughs> I really need to get on that. So, who would be who would be your guest? That's my that's my If I could pick guest Josh Harrington. Josh Harrington. That is a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. Definitely really without a doubt. Yeah. I would, I, yeah, I got a lot to say about Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Never going to happen. <laughs> no, I know. Never going to happen. But, <laughs> but, but, yeah. Shoot for the stars. I heard, I heard Hobie wanted him on his team for Battle of Hastings yeah. again. Every year, somebody's like, got to get him, got to get him. Josh Harrington. Yeah. And then he did the, the story. I think, was it from you that I heard that or somebody else? No, that one wasn't for me. Oh, uh, somebody was, Hobie messaged him and was like, hey, Josh, what's up? And he was like, hey, how you doing? And then, He's like, hey, you want to go to Battle of Hastings? No response. <laughs> <laughs> Which adds to the legend. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> like, right. He's like, still there, but fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> king of the overgrind. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. King of fucking multiple things. Yeah. Rams, well, fucking, rails. Yeah, we're talking about Josh Harrington. He does the he does a lot of X up grinds too, and I know yeah. Dan do a lot of X up grinds. Yeah. So, I mean, have you thought about doing the the over X? fucking all the time yeah. every time i see like a rail where there's grass on the other side is like fuck if i could just, just get myself one, to get yeah. into that yeah yeah i think I, I think i shot one one time it was it was pretty gnarly it was, the, yeah, he was the one the tree yeah he's like yeah he's like skimming the bushes on the on the outside yeah oh my, it's so wild yeah that was a wild one because that was like the same day that he did the cover one too like the cover the overgrind 
like the out rail. away from the ledge like the, the l no the, the l, l yeah over okay. the l out of like the apartment complex that was my first drop. back cover yeah, yeah, Jeez. yeah. Which is pretty funny. I was like hyped because even then I thought Josh Harrington was the man to just like be on the same magazine. Oh, yeah. so cool. that, was a, that was such a random day. We we're like pedaling around whatever that city was in Ohio, and Stephen, we just bumped into Stephen Hamilton. And then it was just like, <laughs> and then Josh is just doing bangers everywhere. So wild, wild day. Yeah. Savage. Um, yeah, Josh Harrington. Josh is the best. Yeah. I almost lived with Josh Harrington one time, but yeah, it's another story. Out here? Yeah. But, uh, so you are here. You uh, grew up at Xtremes, basically. I did. Eight years old, you started riding Xtremes? I think nine. Nine? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the story there with, like, kink and being a little shit-footed kid, basically? <laughs> oh, so um, disrespectful. No, I mean, he's right. This is what it is. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I Jay... Jay Rowe was, like, one of the first people I met. Jay was probably, like, 16 when I was, like, 9. And I just grew up with him and Matt Antis, who's, like, the manager of Kink overall, and, like, Tony Hamlin and Alan and Jesse Twin. Like, that was my introduction to BMX, you know? Other than watching Dave Muir videos before I started riding, was, like, hanging out with those guys. And it wasn't fucking easy being the little <laughs> kid with those guys. Yeah, like, yeah. Especially was, Hamlin. Uh, the twins might have been worse oh but yeah. yeah yeah but like once they got comfortable with me it was like anything goes like oh, the shit that they out. would say to me or like make me do they would be in jail for that now <laughs> <laughs> it was even it was nothing like super crazy but it would be like you fucking couldn't do that with a little kid now yeah but no i mean it was awesome like i i grew up i've only ridden kink bikes except for like one fbm for like six months because like that's where I grew up and yeah. that's what I loved. So like when I was a little kid, it was like my dream of riding was like riding for kink. Wow. And that's great. That is crazy because like J Rowe was 16. Matt Antes was also like 15, yeah. 16, 17. And it's like Matt found his way from like the warehouse. And now he's like essentially like the brand manager. The dude. Like, yeah. yeah. He's like, he's like, I'll learn CAD. And he, like, just learns CAD, so he designs the products, and now he lives in Taiwan for, like, six months out of the year. And it's, like, you know, like, kind of, like, chicken-egg thing, you know, yeah. where it's, like, I just found this company first, and now I'll just mold myself into finding a role there. And they just, like, climb the ladder up. So Just did all of it. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of cool to hear, like, a, a backstory like that, too, because I think most, most BMX that get into it nowadays don't really know it exists that way, too, yeah. that you can have, like some involvement with the company other than just like team manager yeah and riding so that's a pretty good yeah that's i mean it's a it's a crazy little uh circle of saying it's kind of Jaden's story is kind of the same too because you kind of rode kink as well you were in that scene and now you're like part of it as well so yeah pretty much (laughs) (laughs) no it's cool i mean like even when i was a kid jay would talk about like you know working for it it was not just like someday you're there it was like you work yourself up and like I started getting free frames when I was 12 and wow. then who gave who gave you your first free frame Jay right when he got the job oh okay and it was like it was like a BMX jam and I like fucked up my euro bottom bracket like it was fully stripped yeah I didn't know what I was doing I was a little <laughs> yeah. kid and uh Crandall was there and he was like we'll give you a frame for like 150 bucks and I was like what I'd like someone's giving me a fucking deal on a frame this yeah. is so cool and then I went and told Jay and he, like, 
what didn't seem stoked for me and i was a little kid like uh why aren't you happy and he yeah. was like well wouldn't you want to write a kink and i was like yeah of course but like uh, it's not a deal's a deal yeah yeah was big at that time yeah. like with everything and I, he was like well what if we could get you one for free and i was like no way <laughs> like, he was like i'll call you tomorrow and this was like before I had a cell phone or whatever, so I like got home from middle school and waited by the phone to like hear from Jay. Wow. <laughs> he was like, he was like, all right, I figured we'd start hooking you up eventually. Like, we'll start giving you stuff when you need it. And I was like, on top of the world. That's cool. As you said, you said the age, but how old were you? I think twelve. Twelve. That's crazy. That's yeah. a crazy hookup. And so I think the first time I met you, you were uh, fourteen, fifteen, yeah. or something like that. And what I remember is that definitely the conversation was like the fact that you kind of had a good trick choice an, uh, an eye for like oh you know i want to do lookbacks and one-footed tables and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah. and not necessarily like fly out bar spins and fly out tail whips kind of like the kids of that age yeah. you know so what what was that just the influence of yeah that was just like being around tony hamlin and like just that scene like we looked up to dudes like Aiken just mm-hmm. I don't know I was brought to look up to guys who of how they did it not what they did we'll be right back hey sketch comedy fans if you like unapologetically uncensored comedy check out instant microwave fuzz recorded every week hot and fresh and straight out of the microwave unscripted jokes uncensored guests you're gonna have a lot of outrageous improvised sketch comedy fun you can find us on all the platforms under Instant Microwave Fuzz. Comedy made in an instant. And, and I will never call Aiken shit-footed, but... No. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sick, too. <laughs> Being that you did, like, uh, that you did do those things and still can, but, like... Um, how you say it? Shit footed. It's like <laughs> Ham- Hamlin is, right? Yeah. 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 He's and the first one to say yeah. that he's shit footed. Yeah. 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 He's, I mean, he looks shit footed. But like, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He's going to love that one. I know. He's not going to be happy. <laughs> what, uh, I mean, but like Hamlin had such like good trick choice too. Yeah. You know, like he yeah. like used the, like the, the, the being switch footed as like an advantage, like the one footed yeah. tables and yeah. the wall rides and like doing stuff that like, had you just had this advantage in a certain way and like he could when he got really good to whips like he could whip he would whip whichever way right better okay. for the spot mm-hmm. like he was just so good at figuring out both ways yeah and that is so was there i feel like that extreme spark like kind of did have everything though so was it kind of i don't know were you battling with kind of like oh i should do a bunch of tail whips or is it like no it never even that shit never crossed my mind. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. I feel like I'm lucky, especially growing up before social media. Like just riding with my friends. Like I was never. I wanted to like go higher, and I wanted to crank a look back more. Yeah. Like I didn't care to like those whatever tricks I wanted to learn. I, it was more natural. Like I wasn't worried mm-hmm. about tail and bar spins. I didn't even do a bar spin until I was like 16. Oh, crazy! Yeah. Nice. What uh? What's the scene like now in Rochester? You, I mean, because you're there, you split time, right, between Austin and Rochester? Yeah, I've been no? I've been going a lot, like, for the summers. Yeah. Like, my girlfriend lives in Rochester, so okay. I'll spend summers there, and it's, like, a million degrees in Austin, so it's nice to, like, change it up. Yeah. But... Because you said a bunch of parks that I have no idea what they were. Uh, like, there, there was a bunch of parks, but 
uh, a couple of them closed down. So what's there now? Is there nothing? Is there no there's, wood parks? There's Breaking Free now, which used to be Rasp, but the dude like bought the ramps and basically redid the whole park. And then they just built a new outdoor concrete park as well, like downtown Rochester. Oh, which, okay. Which is awesome. That's a, is that like the first concrete park? Yeah. yeah They've been working on it for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. 15 years. <laughs> like <laughs> the point where like... <laughs> When when I started riding, they were talking about it. Wow! Yeah, it's, I don't know what took so long. That's amazing. It's, is it? Is it? Is it's it good. A Fifteen year. <laughs> I'd say twelve year good. I'll give them twelve year good. Fifteen's a little much, but it's cool, you know. And then it's it's interesting to see like there's a new generation of kids, but they're not like little kids. It's like 15, 16 year old kids, mm-hmm. and like when we went to Dawn of the Streets, like, they were all there together. Oh, and I was uh, like, oh, good. Like, they're, like, actually in it and doing it, not yeah. just, like, random kids, which is Yeah, cool. yeah, you're, like, get to see that next mm-hmm. generation. Yeah. And you're like, oh, all right, you guys are going to do it, so. It's pretty awesome. But how did, how do you, how does Jaden become Jaden in Rochester? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> 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 I mean, his, he built a, like, a setup in his parents' backyard, and he That's couldn't just, sick. but, like, I don't know. It's weird saying this in front of him, but like he's one of the only dudes I know that can do crazy flip shit, but then do like a bar to table ten feet out of a quarter and just crank it. Yeah. Like it's nice. cool to see he has that. I feel like slight Rochester influence of like worrying about what it looks like, but then you know he lives at Woodward half the year now, so yeah. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's in the foam pits. <laughs> yeah, he's in the pits. <laughs> Made of foam. I'm a foam pit hero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is impressive because it's like if you think of, you know, when you think of Woodward kids and stuff, and then obviously it is going to come out in the video, but uh, Jaden no handed front flipped over the fence at Memorial out of the bowl. (laughs) Like five feet over it. It Yeah. It's crazy. Like to, to you know, I mean, it's the one with what what people do, like the wall around the fence? No, no, no. The far one, the one that Maddie jumped. Maddie's the only one to jump it, as far as I know. Wow, I mean, I could pull, we'll pull up the clip for for yes. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, I can get the video done in time. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, thank you. <laughs> hey, right. <laughs> uh, Did all the locals go crazy? Now nah, they were like, I mean, I don't know. They didn't even know what was happening. Yeah, I yeah. Know. I feel like I heard. Wow. I feel like I heard like random sounds where they're like, well, like you jump the fence straight, and they're like, whoa, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> like it's wild you know what i mean though like, like stepping outside feet over, like yeah and it's basically almost a flat yeah so <laughs> it's like wow. stepping out of that comfort zone of being like well this isn't on a i can do this trick on a box but yeah this isn't a box jump i feel like most people would just be like eh, i'm chilling you know so <laughs> oh, uh, i don't know I, I think that stuff's impressive i think that's the stuff that like separates the you know from the crowd yeah. You know? yeah. So I think that's cool shit. I like so. taking like uh like box tricks and bringing them to places where like atypical yeah. areas, yeah. Like no, I like cool. doing regular tricks in irregular places. Like that. <laughs> that <laughs> nice. is a good term. <laughs> so how do you go from what was your first trip with Kink? Was it was it really that AM tour? Yeah, we it was on? the one. Yeah, okay. it was the AM trip, and I only went because James Steele got hurt since I was still on the flow team. Okay, and yeah, that was my first one. But before that, my first trip ever, like without parents, I think I was thirteen, and we went and stayed at Chris Doyle's house, <laughs> and like so that was my and that was fucking that was huge for me, you know. What's the 
process to get your parents to let you go stay at a random man's house when <laughs> you're 13. That one, that wasn't from easy. Your, from your perspective, at least. I was just so like, oh, the dudes want me to go. And I was like, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to talk my parents into this. But my dad was kind of like right on board right away. He like got it. You know, he saw me at the skate park with these guys every day. Yeah. I think my mom had a little trouble with it because just mom and her little kid like yeah. go off with 19-year-old dudes who yeah. still are complete idiots. Yeah. And your <laughs> Kids son's 13. Yeah. Like, but yeah. And then the first trip was hard too because like flying, I remember my parents were stressing. Mm. But after that, it was smooth sailing. That's cool. That's, That's cool. Sick, yeah. What was it? I mean, what'd you, what was the trip at Doyle's house? It was just to go ride like that brick house skate park and like B3. And it was like literally just to go like, I think Jay wanted to like just introduce me to more and get me out there, mm-hmm. like just to hang out with other people. And, you know, for me, Chris Doyle was one of my favorite bike riders, still is. And it was just like, that was really cool to get like, you know, it wasn't going to stay with some random in Ohio. It was yeah. like, oh, it's your first trip. Yeah. You're going to Chris Doyle's house. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That literally is amazing. What a... I guess just I feel like the answer is when you're hanging out with those dudes and then the street setups kind of evolve over time or uh it's a skate park closing mm. it was when extremes closed and Jake Petruchik and I were like riding together every day and it was literally like okay the park's closed let's just start going downtown and like riding downtown and yeah he was like looking at more I don't know, crusty setups. And I was more like, oh, I wonder if I could jump on that handrail. And then it was uh, like, oh, if I can jump on this handrail, let me try and jump on that handrail. Yeah. And it just went from there to like, that's what I liked doing. Yeah. And, you know, skate park opened up again. And I was so into that that I like, that's just what I wanted to do. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I guess coming out here, how hard is it to ride spots? Because I feel like. Yeah, I mean, you know you know the deal all the time out here. Like, yeah. Just like, oh, here's this rail. What's been done? And yeah. Yeah, everything. Yeah, it's like, I mean, Cal- like, San Diego at least has, like, a lot of rails compared to, like, a, a bunch of different places in California. But it is pretty crazy. It's like, just even the locals, the stuff that they've done on top of, like, most pros do live in San Diego. And then when it comes to rails, it's like. All right, give me the list. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's, but it's I guess tough. the good thing about it is that riding is, like, constantly progressing and people get to see it so they get to like kind of be a little bit more like express themselves a little bit more like Jaden said with taking box jump tricks and put them into like different places that you normally wouldn't same thing with street riding exactly so no I mean it is tough but like it's a good thing it's tough like that's what keeps us going that's what keeps BMX going is Mm -hmm. that like it has to keep being tough otherwise it's just stale that's true yeah that is very true what a uh well let's talk i guess let's talk about yesterday yesterday (laughs) yeah so yesterday we went out to uh chris master's house lives out in hamul he has this wild setup at uh, at his house uh built it himself Uh, have you seen it i've seen cody Cody riding yeah cody rides Mm -hmm. it yeah so uh cody and chris yeah yeah so uh and we went out there, we we're like, oh, it'll be Jaden, you know, some wood ramps in San Diego. Like, there's there's only Dennis's house in Claremont and stuff like that. And it was like, yeah, let's go out there and have fun. And it's like, he's got an airbag, too. It'll be fucking hilarious. <laughs> and 
and uh, how'd it go? It was hilarious at first. It started off great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you'd hope for. I, Jaden jumped it. It looked fun. I went to jump it. Nobody had ever, even you, you have never ridden an airbag. Uh-uh. Yeah, so nobody yeah. Aren't those ever. things like like super bouncy? Like if you hit it, <laughs> if, you, if you land too hard, I'm glad I didn't go. <laughs> no, it was, it was, you're right. Yeah. Two out of what? It was 50% of yeah. everybody there ate shit the first yeah. time they landed on the airbag. Like just I, jumping it straight. Straight straight jumped it. Like <laughs> a four foot jump. Like did not did not jump it like I was jumping a box jump, straight up went over the lip into this landing, looped out. Like <laughs> bike touched and then it just started manualing and I was like, What the hell is going on? And just ate shit like oh, face no. down and had to throw my bike. And I think it was partially my advice. I'm like, I think you're supposed to lean back because, like, the bag <laughs> yeah. slows down, like, slows you down. <laughs> it was the total wrong advice for wow. everybody. Wow. <laughs> I appreciate the advice. <laughs> uh, Travis jumped it right after me. Exact same thing. Really? Gary manualed but held it. Yeah. <laughs> He's Gary. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then things started heating up. We were trying to do moves on it and... Travis flipped it once and like looped out and it was funny. We were laughing and then he turned around, we'd do it again, looped out the exact same way, but stepped on his foot wrong and just snap. Yeah. And then it was, it was fun, fun over. Yeah. Yeah. Basically it was like, we're going to laugh. It was, we all thought we were like the chuckle was, it was funny Mm -hmm. and then it wasn't, Yeah, you know? So it was, it was a a bummer for pretty much everybody. And, and it's oddly enough, the, the guy, Chris, was on crutches uh from and he broke his ankle on the airbag doing the same exact thing basically yeah well he a little bit different but yeah he like did a superman or something and then put his foot down and his like his backpack caught his ankle oh, and he broke just, it on the airbag oh, it's a cursed airbag yeah, yeah. get rid of that <laughs> yeah, thing. yeah it's right? insane it is like you said it yesterday like yeah respect to nitro yeah <laughs> <laughs> the bag is fucking dangerous <laughs> it's so funny like, like even talking about <laughs> airbags and stuff like i know um I go to. I've been to Warwick West a few times. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I got the privilege to go to Warwick East, and usually when I go to Warwick, even for the first time I went, I always would just do a flip into the foam. Like I know how to flip, but it's like now I'm just doing it to the foam, just as far as I can go. There's always a kid that's like, "Bro, you can go to the Resi. Do on the Resi, you can do it." And it's like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so in my head, it's like, well, I can flip. But I'm just enjoying doing it to this, like into the yeah. foam. But it's like if I do it to the Resi, I might eat shit. You know, you know, it's like even. I don't know, but I just think of the airbags. Like, yeah. He can flip, you can flip. Then it's like, that happened. Oh, you're just scared of the resi? No. It's, well, yeah. Like, yeah. scared of the resi because it's like, it doesn't feel normal. Yeah. Like, no. So, yeah. I can only imagine that airbag. And there is that, either way, there's that level of comfort. Like, you mm-hmm. go into a resi or an airbag, like, I'm going to be fine no matter what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in a foam pit, too. But the foam pit is like the most dangerous thing there is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> is it? Well, I mean, like, if you, not for, like, a flip, but, like, you do for a tail like, whip and you don't catch your feet. Oh, and yeah. And then you're yeah. just getting yeah. split in half oh, on yeah. your seat. Yeah. I hate watching kids, like, learn bar spins into a phone. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So like, dangerous. those things. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, and then, and you tweaked your elbow, or your shoulder. Yeah. 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 No, I didn't oh, see that right. one, but. All in about 30 minutes. <laughs> you sure that didn't come from yeah. you extending your arms on the, th- the front flip, no hander? What? You didn't hurt your shoulder from extending your arms on the front flip. <laughs> yeah, what's the story? What's the story with the no hander in the front flip? Okay, so I learned front flips with brakes, and it was just like it made the trick so much easier. Mm-hmm. And when I took the brakes off, I started getting this weird like fish wiggle in my fronty, and I would like come down 
kind of strange, like my like a little bit off axis. So when I started taking the hands off, it like made the front flip so much more controlled. So like when I do a fronty without the no hander, it's like I'm a little bit loose, but with the with the no hander, it's like I can control where I'm at a lot better. Okay. All right, same uh, enough. Yeah, because wow. when he did the when he did the fence one, he's like, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna front flip it." And I'm filming. I he didn't mention the hands, and the hands came off, and I'm like, "Okay, yeah." <laughs> wow. uh, yesterday too. <laughs> oh yeah. He like there was like the quarter to airbag thing too, and he just aired the quarter to like disaster to hop front flip like bounce front flip and then <laughs> bounce front flip tuck. <laughs> it was like you filmed all that. Yeah, it looked like just a tramp. Like he made it look like like I I should go try that. Yeah, that it's, that's pretty it's, it looked really fun. fun and like yeah, yeah. without consequence. No. Literally, yeah. what you were saying, like just taking certain tricks to other things, like that's pretty sick. Like yeah. I, yeah, yeah, whatever crossed my mind. Yeah, jump yeah. on like a trampoline without the bike. Yeah, but just doing ba- that, bounce it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we should all go. We should all go out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it. The setup does look fun. It's it, su- yeah. it's su- it sucked that it went down that way. Yeah. Obviously, like I think. Fuck for Travis. Uh, I mean, Battle yeah. Hastings off the table now. So. Yeah. When did you get into filming? Because uh, you filmed a, quite a few different videos, like a bunch of different dudes. Like, yeah. How did you get into that? Honestly, it was just like me and Jake going out riding and riding street, and we like really just wanted to document us like doing shit for the first time. Mm-hmm. So I bought like a Sony Handycam, like a two hundred dollar Handycam, and we filmed like every month. We would like put together what we had and we did that for a while and then jake got a new camera and he kind of got into photos and he got like an slr and we would film with that and then i got a vx after that we were like going okay, back and okay. forth and it wasn't like a competitive thing it was like we were doing this together yeah like whoever had the camera like we would just whatever and then we edited it together and like Dang, that's pretty it just went from doing that to like daryl helping or i would like help daryl press the button for a while and then daryl would like trust me to film second angle mm-hmm. and then it was like okay well can you help kink film this and like and then i like needed to make a little extra money so it was like i think i hit up like carlson at vital and i was doing shit for vital for a while like whenever i would go on a trip or something like like i'd go stay with aaron smith in like the boston area mm-hmm. and i'd be like hey i'm staying with aaron uh you guys want a video about like what he's up to with some riding and they're like yeah cool and it was throw me whatever and yeah. i just did shit like that for a while Dang, that's pretty sick. and then like or sh- intervention came around and i got to film like they split it between daryl calvin and i and that was really cool yeah so like i had a third of the guys they each had a third of the guys so i had like east coast dudes like doyle and like tony and it was just yeah stuff like that wow what and it seems like it's kind of fallen off though right like you kind of i've just been yeah i've been focused on riding and yeah. then like you know, I've been hurt a little bit. Yeah, so. you've been battling a lot of injuries too yeah. lately, yeah. So it's like I've just kept my focus in riding, getting better, and riding again. Yeah. And like I've done a couple of random non BMX stuff, mm-hmm. which is cool. It's like good extra money. Mm-hmm. But it'd be fun to like do more again. Last year I did like a Brett Merritt video mm-hmm. and that was the last thing I did. But you know, going out with your friends and whether you're riding or filming, like just being involved is the best yeah yep. i don't yeah. like necessarily sitting there and doing nothing if i feel like i can be doing something to help yeah right. what uh yeah you brought up the injuries let's i mean 
health injuries. <laughs> I feel like you've always been kind of, you know, yeah. acai bowls. <laughs> health. You're in the land of acai, acai bowls right now. I got super into making my own acai yeah. bowls, yeah. as everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> Where did... <laughs> yeah. Was it? Yeah, it fucking Team Weed was getting at you for a while oh, for yeah. the acai bowl. Yeah, you were a main character, <laughs> right? Yeah. Pretty hilarious. <laughs> I was not offended. I like, I had that coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. Where did that? Uh, I mean, I guess it just fucking. They're good. They're good. Yeah. And you know, it's like, I like dessert. Might as well have a healthier <laughs> dessert for breakfast. True. And, yeah, it was weird. I would get so many questions from kids like, hey, what's the recipe? <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I'm not like a nutrition guy. Yeah, just yeah. would make a fucking acai bowl. <laughs> <laughs> they did look nice, though. I would always they say were. stories or whatever. Yeah. Man, it got expensive. <laughs> yeah, they can, they can be expensive. Yeah. What, uh, you talked about kind of, uh, when we were at the Chula Park, you talked about kind of like being healthy and that that weight difference and all that stuff like what was the what was the deal there i know you have the the like greg walsh has helped you out a bunch yeah. which is obviously i mean for the people that don't know the road fools industry insider yeah. like primo yeah. i mean kink and then yeah. primo and yeah. yeah he so he hit me up like he would like hit me up and saw i was like going to play fitness on my own and it was like hey if you're ever in town and you just want to like, even use the like I don't know, fitness bike thing. He'd be like, come swing a fucking mate around. <laughs> At that point, he was like, basically just trying to get me to stop by. And then he would like, so he could like help me or teach me something if I wanted to learn it. And then um, I hurt my shoulder or separated my shoulder right after snapping my kneecap, basically. And he, oh, man. he was like, snapping kneecaps. Yeah. And he was like, hey, man, uh, if you want help, like, I will help you get that back as soon as I can. And I was like, okay, like I'll come in and, you know, it's like a gym and it's a little more intense looking than anything I'd ever done. Yeah. But I was like, I know Greg's super nice dude and like, he's the man and he knows what he's doing. And I went and like, I was supposed to be off my bike for like four months and I was back on my bike in three weeks. Oh, and, wow. And it was like, what? it was like, yeah, it was kind of like freakish timing, it, but it was him being like, just knowing what to do and knowing like not like a PT person that's like okay like you get to this point stop he was like if you feel pain we're not going to do that anymore but if you can do a full push-up right now we'll like change the angles of your shoulders and like strengthen all around it and then it, that's when like the mace thing comes in too it's like a lot of shoulder stuff and it's getting like all of the range not just like the range that you're lacking yeah, yeah. So it was like, yeah, after three weeks, I was back to riding. And that was like, this is important. Like, mm -hmm. I want to keep this up. And he was like, if you want me to train you, like, for real, he's like, you can just keep coming here. And I just started going to classes, and it's been awesome. And that, he started that for the, the shoulder injury, right? Yeah. Um, I remember talking to you a little bit about, like, the, the kneecap situation. I think we talked a little bit about yeah. it. And um, how, like, after that happened, how did you feel, like, like what was your thought process especially like being fully engulfed in riding filming like that one sucked because that was during filming like the real bmx oh okay so it was like i was halfway through my part and it was going better than i expected like i was really happy with what we had and then that happened and i was like i have three months left to finish this i was like am i seriously done right now like this fucking happened right now out of all the times to have like a first major injury and it was like 
I mean, I don't drink much and I don't smoke, but I was like, I'm going, I'm not going to drink at all. I was like, the second I can like do a leg lift, I'm going to sit there and fucking move my leg. Mm -hmm. And I was just like completely engulfed and focused on that. And it was like, I used kind of my pain and frustration to be like, I'm getting through this and I'm going to finish this part. And I don't know. I think I was back on my bike and seven, eight weeks. From a split knee cut. Yeah. That's did it wow. get, did they like wire it together or anything? Too? Two screws and wires. Wow. Seven weeks. Yeah. That's crazy. And then, so for the people that don't know, <clears throat> when you have an X Games part, you have a, a deadline and they have alternates. So if you don't finish your part, you're out. Yeah. Essentially. Someone else would have just yeah. taken the spot. And it was like, that was always a dream of mine to have that. Like I knew I was not going to be an X Games contest guy. Mm -hmm. So when that shit came up, I was like, man, I hope someday like. I, like I could possibly get in that. Mm -hmm. And then it happened and I was like, just, you'll get through this. <laughs> like, just make it work. What, what did it happen? It did have a feeble pullover down the rail. Is that what it was? Yeah. It was like an out ledge to like second stage of a kinked rail. Ugh. And it was like started to rain and Stu was, that was the first day Stu went out with us oh, yeah. to film from behind the scenes. And my sister had just had a baby 20 minutes prior. So I get this text <laughs> that like, Hey, your sister had a baby, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I didn't respond or anything. Try that. And I'm like, cool. I'm going to be in the hospital, too. So, but, yeah. Was it first try? What I mean, what yeah, was the... Yeah, that was just, like, yeah. And my, my confidence was really high at that point. Like, things that were kind of more one and done were working out for X Games. Yeah. So, it was like, fuck it, you can do this. And I just... It was a lot closer than I thought it was and yeah. just fully missed. And, like, there was a metal plate on the ground, and I was like, oh, my God, just don't hit your head. Like, keep your head off the ground. Yeah. And I just, like, went like that, and I think my leg was just perfectly bent, and my knee hit before my, the rest of my body. Mm. And it just – I knew right away that, like, something had split. Oh. And, yeah, I, like, was laying there, and I, like, saw my leg was straight, moved my toes, and I was like, okay. You like with that? Did you feel like did you tear any like ligaments at all? Or no, no. Oh, I got lucky. That's but I also didn't move my leg. Like I knew something was off, so like I started pulling my pant leg up and yeah. saw my kneecap wasn't there, and that like half of it was down my shin, and then I assumed the other half was pulled up higher. Because they're yeah, because they're they're on tension, right? Yeah. So it's like they just like let go and they like just go to the per we are in a breakup. We're moving to different coasts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're going different directions. <laughs> This isn't working. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. so yeah. I feel like I would have puked. I was in. I always thought that, and, but I was in like I think just such shock and such like like before Daryl had even helped me like stand up and get to the van. Mm -hmm. I googled like snap kneecap. How long till How long for healing process? Oh yeah. Like I was on the ground. Like you'll just get fucking through this. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's crazy to be like. Of that mindset, like, oh, yeah, fuck the pain. Let's see when we're back. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Right? That's, that's cool. Uh, that's cool. Um, has there been – so you've stuck with the health thing. I mean, I feel like you've always been relatively healthy. Is yeah, once gym? I grew up, I, like, kind yeah. of started taking when care of myself a little better. When did you grow up? I mean <laughs> – <laughs> I guess never. That was a stupid choice of words. I have you know I had to take that one. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, did that start in Austin, or was it literally like from the end? Like, were you going to the gym a bunch before the I was, shoulder thing? I was going was before, but I think I was going before. It was more like I don't know, casual. Yeah, but I 
think it was like, and this, I don't want this to sound too dark, but it was like, sometimes I feel like I needed a reason to get out of bed. Mm -hmm. And like, if I could wake up at 7am, go to the gym for 45 minutes and then be like, all right, I did something for myself today. Now I can go ride and Mm -hmm. do like that. If I like just woke up whenever I feel like I would have been lazy and like, I, I just wanted like to give myself some discipline because riding BMX, we can do everything whenever we want. Yeah. So it was like, I want a little more. That's a very, I feel like people underestimate. I feel like people listening should take that as like a valuable piece of information right. because a lot of, because it's like summer vacation. You don't have anything yeah. to do. And then you're mm-hmm. kind of looking forward to school because it's like a different change of pace. And you're like, and it's like having a, a schedule and a reason to do certain things. Cause when you're a pro rider, you don't, well, oh, I'm not filming anything today. I guess no. I'll just cruise the park and then set my phone against a bush. Literally, and shoot, if, shoot a if clip. it's not, you know, yeah, like yeah, true, yeah. If it's, it's not a trip or it's not like, all right, I'm going to film that day. You have all this free time to sit and think or be like, what the fuck am I going to do? And you know, you can. I ride every day, but you can only ride so many hours in a day. There's like other shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's yeah, that's an important thing for for people to do is to to have something else to focus on a reason to get out of bed in a sense like yeah, yeah. Said, start your day and and start it right and, then and that's cool go. to hear because almost like you like you said setting a tone for, yeah. for the rest of your day like you're getting out of bed working out it may not be like the best of the workout no. or the best day of the workout but you doing it is already initiating like all right so starting your day on a positive yeah. note i don't know I'm, I'm, i feel like fucking get travis to do the same thing that's you know what i mean like uh, hopefully this injury like he's supposed to move in with me oh he is yeah in austin he was supposed to move in with me in like three weeks like hastings was the only thing holding him back but now it's gonna be like a little bit longer when he can drive when he can get good but i still like he still plans on moving with me and i talked to his mom who lives in like middle of nowhere texas and she was like you need to get his ass there Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah i feel like getting him out of the i mean yeah where's he riverside or marietta I temecula don't same that's all the same marietta sorry, temecula. sorry all those people <laughs> 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 but you know it's a far off land yeah 909 but uh yeah i feel like i mean hopefully just have travis can parallel your story in a sense of like like hey i got hurt and i'm gonna focus and i'm gonna do this shit because i mean he's still so young yeah it's like being a pro rider I think many people have said it, but it's like you don't want to take advantage of it because no. because one day it'll be gone. Mm-hmm. You know, and so. I feel like longevity is the hardest and most important thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's you know we can all get lucky, we can all do a bunch of crazy shit, or feel good on our bikes for these periods of time. But like, keeping that going is the fucking hard part. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And and being able to get back on the bike and want to be able to do like another yeah. feeble fucking yeah. pullover rail, yeah. you know, like that idea of like, I've noticed uh, too, like, um, like been watching Dan forever, but like, um, with you working out and like battling through your injuries, like I watch you, I can see in your videos, like more bar spins into grinds, more bar spins out of grinds. And it's like, if anybody don't do that type of trick on a day to day basis, they know that it's like, it's hard. It's scary. No matter how many times you do it, yeah. but watching you do it, it's like, he's on it that's sick that's sick to watch though i think a lot of people do take like you said being a pro for granted or just riding for granted if you if you're able to do it all the time so that's sick to watch man yeah yeah Yeah, it's i think like listen up (laughs) Jaden. yo (laughs) Jaden. i'm not worried about Jaden. no i mean he'll be just fine yeah Yeah. 
But it's like, I think with the gym shit too, like I went from, you know, going to like a plant fitness by myself to like actually caring about what I'm doing and like learning how to do things right with like going to Wolf Brigade and Greg and stuff. And I think that's like, if you look at videos of me from three years ago to now, like I have a different body shape mm -hmm. and like I have more, like I wouldn't have been able to do a bar to grind for three hours, three years ago. Yeah. Like it's just like taking care of myself has made riding more fun and like I don't know, more longevity. I feel like it'll right. give me, obviously. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, there is a strength and a fitness and a, you know, what's the fucking word, enter word here. <laughs> Endurance? Endurance. Thank is that you. the one you were looking yeah, for? That yeah, that was it. Like, <laughs> like, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I know. It was I didn't want to be somewhere. wrong. No, it was... This is this is what I do. I just my brain just shuts off <laughs> on the podcast. Every Isn't it pretty crazy? Like um, talking, even talking about endurance and filming, like you and Jake would go out and even filming like video part stuff. That how we can be so into like, oh, I'm gonna keep on trying it, keep on yeah. trying it. Then we get hurt, and it's like sometimes it could be a setback. But you took advantage of like working out. So how do you? What do you feel like? Do you feel like a part of you, you like? put that into working out to be where you're at right now or do you feel yeah i feel like like especially with the like strength and conditioning shit it's like if i can try a trick a thousand times one day i can make it through whatever the fuck he's asking me to make it through <sighs> like and yeah i feel like that is like you know we're built for that like so stuff like that is less told like it's you might be more out of breath more exhausted feel like you're gonna die but it's less tolling because you're like, I'm not going to get hurt. Just push. Mm, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I feel like is that I, I had a question about the contender line and like you had the boxing thing and like <laughs> getting beat up and like coming back. And it's like, is that where that, that whole thing is kind of, and it was more relevant. It's more relevant now than when I even <laughs> thought of it. Unfortunately, <laughs> way unfortunately. You manifested it. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I mean, yeah, my first actual bone break was like, Two weeks after I got my first contender ring, <laughs> <laughs> broke four ribs, and I was like, "Wow, I signed up for this." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was more of like just like you know pushing through. Like bike riding is hard. You got to fight through shit physically yeah. and I feel like mentally even worse. And like, yeah, that's what I thought. The contender was like a good name for that. Not yeah. for my not like a personal ego thing, but like BMX riders in general. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's cool. So the whole thing, the boxing scene, the fucking sketchy day was hilarious. I, I had Amazing. nothing to do with that. Oh, really? They called me. So Daryl, Dave, J. Rowe, and my friend Jake made the content, the original contender promo, like the no riding skit. Didn't tell me. Like Jay and Dave <laughs> paid out of their pockets to rent the gym, whatever gym that was. And uh, Daryl called me one night, and I think they were probably all drunk and just finished like watching it and were laughing. And he was like, be by your computer in an hour. <laughs> and I was like, what? I literally was like, why? Hi, what are yeah. you talking about? And he was like, just be ready. And then he like FaceTimes me two hours later. And he's like, all right, click this link I just sent you. And like, asked me like, watch the watch my reaction. And I was like crying laughing. Oh my God. Because there's so many digs at me in that. That like, <laughs> that like if, yeah, if you've been around me personally, like you'll get it like he says something about last fucking place because i got last place of the vans contesting <laughs> <laughs> like you're talking about coming back swinging after it and like it's just so funny <laughs> that's amazing 
<laughs> which Vans contest? The uh, HB one? The HB one. Oh, it was yeah. like the only one I ever went <laughs> the, the Is it the Rebel Jam? Uh, no, the one that was like at the the at the, the Vans, Vans Park. park. Okay, yeah. The, the, yeah, the street invitation. Uh, all the crazy something. rails and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it was like 30 people for that. 30 people were supposed to be invited. And uh, so it was like everybody gets like at least 200 bucks. Like last place gets like 200 bucks. Yeah. So I go up. They're like, "All right." Shout out to that. It was a six grand just for fucking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for me. Yeah. So an extra person got invited. Thirty-one ended up there. And so I, and right there, when they're like, "All right, line up, get your checks," and I was like, "She's like, what's your name?" I was like, "Dan." She's like, "What's the last name?" Collar. And she was like, "I was like, what?" She was like, "Really?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, oh, what? I was like, what wow. do you do? She's like, sorry, uh, we only have checks for 30 people, and there was 31 in the contest, <laughs> and you were 31. <laughs> it was like, it was like, oh my was god, so what's, what's, wow. <laughs> uh, I 31's stayed, your number now. 31, and I, I was staying at Travis's, and like he did pretty well in that yeah. contest, and he was living with his grandparents at the time, and his mom came to watch. And his mom was so brutal on me about it. She was like, do you want us to get you a last place cake? Talking so much shit to where Travis, who's so good at talking shit, yeah. was even like, mom, like, come on, give That's the guy a break. He's had a rough day. Wow. Travis is brutal. He dude. can be brutal. Yeah. <laughs> but he means well. Yeah, he's got, the, he's got those like quick cuts. Yeah. Just, they're like, fuck, I don't know. I'm questioning things now. <laughs> <laughs> judgmental trap <laughs> yeah. um uh contender you talked about uh travis something we talked about travis a lot on this but uh he's, he's travis, one of my best friends yeah travis mind. moving to austin why did you originally move to austin and how long ago um i moved like summer 2017 mm -hmm. and it was more like well, technically, I guess I moved earlier, but I didn't have a place to live. Like, okay. I left January 1st, 2017 with, like, no plan. And uh, it was like I had some, you know, my I had some family issues. I went through a breakup. I had some friendship issues. And it was like everything just felt like it crumbled at once. And it was like either stay here and be miserable or, like, get out of here. And mm -hmm. it was like I'm – you know, I'm fortunate that I have BMX and like, I don't need to be anywhere right now. Like, let me go do something else. Like, let me change my life. And so I just like drove down to Austin and bounced on couches for a bit. And it was awesome. Like, I, I think I was miserable at the time, but like looking back, like that was one of my favorite things was just like being out on my own, nowhere to live. Someone's like finding your way. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it was like, even the long 24 hour drive down, it's like, it's great just time with myself to think and realize like what do what do i really want and like what matters and so yeah it was like i went to austin and i was treated like family with everyone like it was like football sunday or super bowl sunday or what the hell ever and like chase invited me over with daryl and just random shit and aaron would invite me to do stuff and that was i knew it was like where i wanted to be that's cool. That's sick, yeah. And you ended up living with Aaron for a little while. Yeah. I when I so I was there till like April or May and then I went back to Rochester to just basically get my stuff. And I was driving back to Austin again with no plan, but like I'm gonna find like a place to live. 
and Aaron was like, hey, uh, how do you feel about living with me? And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, he's got a nice house. Oh, he extended it to you. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. cool. Like, he knew I was looking for somewhere, and he, I was like, he was going to help me find something. And then he was like, do you want to just live with me? And it was awesome. Like, him and his wife, Bethany, are so kind. And, like, we, Aaron and I would go out riding every morning. And, yeah, we filmed that Odyssey Still Standing video. Mm-hmm. And it was just... That was sick. He's like a really positive guy to be around. Like, I don't know. It's like yeah, Aaron it, in general seems like if you're around him, you're going to want to like, you just. Especially good. in Austin. Yeah. I feel like he can, if he pedals down the road, people like honk his horn. Honk their horn. Yeah. And be like, hey. You know. like He knows like, someone everywhere. Yeah. Like, wow. He's like an Austin celebrity of sorts. Austinite. Yeah. 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 I was, I was thinking about it. I was like asking you like, what does Aaron do on a daily basis? Because it could be like, a, I mean. I just imagine it's like a million different things. Yeah. Like he has no schedule, but then. Yeah. He's always doing something. Now, I don't know. You know, he's got a daughter. Oh, yeah. So things are a little different. But like at that point, like I would wake up and he would already be gone. Like he would already have gone golfing and like he'd come back and he'd be like, oh, yeah, let's go ride for a little. And then he'd be like, well, I'm going to go work on the Porsche. (laughs) And then like he just always had something to do with someone. And like, yeah, he was he's always moving. Interesting. I'm going to go do this podcast and then I'm going to play baseball with, with yeah. you know, like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, he got, we got to go to the, do a hop whip in front of a Ferrari for a promo or something. I, I mean, know. I got I'm to drive the supercar on the circuit of America's because of him. Cause cool. he had a hookup and like, we got to go like drive a real racetrack. Did wow. they give it to you afterwards? <laughs> No. <laughs> don't, don't you have a supercar? <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. So you have to explain it. Oh, do I? <laughs> I mean, you. I yeah. mean, as far as I'm yeah. concerned, you have one. So. Yeah. yeah. I do. So. Yes. <laughs> there, I think even when we went out to Austin and we stayed at Aaron's house while you lived there, and I noticed you had that Golf R. Yeah. And I was like, how the fuck? I'm like. Golf R is an expensive ass car. Like that, I mean, in, in my world, it's like a forty thousand dollar, forty five thousand dollar yeah, car. I think it was like, like thirty eight, thirty nine. Like, and I was like, "Damn, how oh, this is a fucking expensive ass car? How do you have this car?" And you're like, ah, "I don't know." Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess you have to explain it. Like, <laughs> no, I uh, and I don't think I don't think you should necessarily be ashamed about it because I've been I've been I, when I when you know. When you posted R8, and and I was like, wait, you own this. Like, I, I think there's Love more it. to it, and you can explain it, and then I'll say what I think afterwards. And it's a good thing, so don't... No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the the Golf R was on me. That was, like, taking out a big car loan. Okay. And so I was constantly swapping cars for a while, because mm-hmm. it's like, I love cars, but I kind of keep it to myself. Like, I don't really... I've never really talked about it too much with people just because, I don't know, not big public guy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so the R8 thing came about because my brothers and sisters have families. And so my parents were trying to help them, like, like get set up with their homes to make sure they're good. Because my dad is, like, an engineer, does decent for himself, doesn't ever spend any money on himself or whatever. So he helped them. And then he knew I was set up in Austin. Like, I was fine. And he was, like, I think looking at it like a number, like, okay, help them with houses. Well, I know, like, maybe I could pitch in and help him with something absurd that he could never afford on his own. Yeah. So, like, he was, like, all right, let's figure it out. Like, let's work a number to where 
you pay for this and I'll help cover the rest. So it was like my parents just helped me because they wanted to help all the kids at once. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. So, and it was, yeah, like. That's sick. You're like, I'm going to go for the super. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that was like not even, like, they knew I've wanted something like that my whole life. Yeah. But never realistically. Yeah. And then it was like, hey, what if we help you get an R8? And I was like, fuck. It's really? <laughs> and then I kept it to myself for a long time. You had it for how long before you posted anything about it? Uh five months before i posted anything and then everyone thought it was like a rental or a joke yeah but it was like three months before i even told daryl and yeah. like i see daryl every day yeah and i had to tell aaron <laughs> because <laughs> brett was driving me around a lot because we lived together yeah and i didn't want to take the car out to like street sessions why and not <laughs> <laughs> and aaron was like uh where's your car and he legitimately met my golf yeah and i was like but I didn't realize that. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, where's that R8? And I was like, who told you? And he was like, what are you, who told me? He's like, you have one? You fucking have one, don't you? <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's not something I like to talk about, but here it is. Yeah. On a so podcast. What's I mean, I feel like I heard that you were driving it around to spots and it was like ridiculous because you had to like disassemble your bike completely, like bike bag status. <laughs> You gotta take the wheels off. Yeah, and I have forks, forks and yes, bars. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I tried to downplay it. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm imagining you have to put it in the front, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I have the bike rack thing for it. Oh, like okay. the seesaw. Okay, thing. yeah. But it literally takes me five minutes to take it apart and four minutes to put it back together. Yeah. So it's like, and if I go into a store or something, I don't have to worry about anything. Like, yeah. just take it apart. It's impractical and it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But it's. I, I love it, so it's worth That's, it. Yeah, yeah it I would take an. I mean, I have an um, impractical car as well, you know. So <laughs> if you take it to the yeah. session, you know, yeah. good vibes there, good vibes back. What? Uh, do you have another car? No? I don't right now. Oh, but you I, still really only have an R8. That's but amazing. I live in downtown <laughs> Austin, so like, yeah, you don't really drive all that. Much. No, yeah. like even to go to House Park, or whatever. Like I pedal every day. Yeah. So it's on, only when we're going out to spots. And then we're going out to spots. I'm not super worried about like parking or anything because we're usually driving up to spots. Yeah. So. It's pretty foolproof. And then if we're going somewhere, homies usually driving on throwing gas money. <laughs> <laughs> that, so when it was like, okay, so your, your parents do well and you have essentially uh, what most people would consider to be like a crutch. Like, oh, I don't have to struggle. I don't have yeah. to like worry about stuff because I can ask my parents for, for help and they love me and they'll, they'll help me out, you know? But I feel like, in a sense, it almost makes the fact that you do what you do even cooler because mm -hmm. it's like you're not doing it for essentially. I mean, you're doing it for a paycheck, of course, but like you're doing it because you love it. Yeah. You yeah. know, like because you're doing it because you want to do it. Yeah. You have no outside motivators in that sense where it's like I could get in the family business or yeah it doesn't seem like you, you didn't rely yeah, like, you, you didn't rely at all like um just even knowing about bms and even like completely having discipline to go to the gym at least then to that to keep you like fresh on your bike like you, you're not relying on like okay well if i don't if i don't keep doing it like then, i have a fail safe yeah, yeah. It's like and you can tell just off of just like your work ethic so seeing that and then being able to have and like have like being a parent myself and thinking about my kids, like, I just want to take care of them forever. Of course. But 
I think uh, a lot of the culture growing up, you think like, well, when you turn 18, you got to move out. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, it's kind of strange when you should be able to kind of like structure it where if your kids are trying to do what they love to do or want to do, then you should be able to try to like have a, have an environment or like kind of show them or like guide them in a way where it's like, well, if that's what you're trying to do, then by all means, we're going to support it. But some kids do literally go after what they want to do. And when they do that, and it's like, well, that's sick. And being that that's how you acquired the car, not off of just like, well, I need one of these, get it for me. And it was like, well, it was more to it than just that, you know? So it's pretty sick to hear it. Yeah. So, yeah. I think, I think struggle definitely produces, you know, uh, the characters of what a person will be, you know, yeah. like whether it's Absolutely. good or bad in the end, you know? And it's like, and I think you've shown that you are, are down for that for the right reasons and, and go through the process. So that's why I think it's like, and the fact that you didn't necessarily want to fucking tell the world that you had this. No. Yeah. It, you know, it's it was like, like, yeah, it's like, that was, that's for me, you know, like yeah, that's my personal, like, I guess private thing. None of it was like, I can't show people like, look, this is my life or I got this. Like, yeah. and it's not like my, like, there's no like trust fund. I've never been like, here's money, live, here's money, live. This was like, my dad starting to sell his business. He wanted to help out the kids. Yeah. I was a little different situation. You know, I don't have a family. I'm set up in Austin. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's so different. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Jaden has a Lamborghini. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, a van brigade fans a lot more practical <laughs> um what's it like driving that around it's so fucking fun yes it's, i mean it's like i usually only take out at night too <laughs> so like no one could ever see it was me yeah and it's like the roads are empty and it's unreal like i've been in fast cars but having something that like it just takes off like a rocket ship oh yeah i'm sure it does it feels like you're in a video game like when i've gone on like back mountain roads by myself this is like a video game where you could actually die but you think <laughs> you feel you feel invincible yeah, yeah. <laughs> knock on wood i gotta be yeah. careful especially yeah, yeah. after saying this but, yeah <laughs> yeah it's just so fun like i like whenever anyone comes to stay with me now like nathan hobie yeah. like all my friends from rochester i'm like all right. Hobie's like, let me put the fucking sea suckers on the back and I'm going to hold on. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> but everyone's like, like, fuck, that was so fun. Except yeah. for Jay. Jay was like, I'm going to throw up. I fucking hate this. <laughs> like, Get me out of this car. This well, is so stupid. Did. Jay's an enigma in the sense that he has to drive at all times. Yeah. He gets motion sickness if he doesn't drive. So literally, I've been on epically long king trips and nobody has ever driven the van except for Jay. Wow. It's true. It's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. Really? And it's... And I think I'm going to die at times, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're like, Jay, you're drinking a soda this way while texting you. <laughs> 90 miles an hour. He's on better that. than he used to be. He used to literally, like, read Skate Magazine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it was nuts. <laughs> Uh, okay <laughs> i would love to have jay on the podcast he's one of the most entertaining people he on the is very interesting yeah he's a he's a, a multi-leveled human he's a kook <laughs> <laughs> like a, an intelligent kook <laughs> yeah yeah i think it's pretty cool the people get to hear this side of you like um it's cool that you also keep a lot of stuff to yourself like um having a personal life and not like showing it and showing other things that you're passionate about so i think people getting here and like just think about like oh dang he has a car like that oh he but he also works hard like 
for his own well-being but also like setting a good example for like being a professional bike rider there's more to you than just like being a bike rider it's like a lot goes into it and that's pretty sick like <laughs> hey, yeah dude for sure i feel like that's like a lot of us though it's it's hard to with social media to like like i would love to show more of the like gym stuff but at the same time i don't want people to think that like i'm pulling away from bike riding or yeah. like well does that i feel like maybe the acai bowl kind of stuff kind of made you like ah, i'm gonna trim that shit down too yeah you know because yeah. it's like i mean you catch flack for it and it's like it's such a silly fucking thing and it's like like to me it was nothing i was yeah. like it was the point where i was doing it every day so it was like funny yeah because it was like oh everyone expects this yeah and then if i didn't do it be like are you okay so, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what'd you eat today yeah yeah, yeah. But then you get you're just getting memed over dumb shit. Yeah. You know, it's like oh, I'm gonna just trim back the the random yeah. stuff. Are you, you vegan? Know? No, no, no. Big, big meat guy. Big, big meat, meat guy. guy. <laughs> huge, huge on protein. <laughs> yeah. Meme. Uh, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I deserve that one too. Yeah. So bring it. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about general sponsor stuff. Obviously, the claw thing. Uh, ran I, that's actually course. pretty funny if we, we want to talk about that for a sec sure i got kicked off twice really yeah congrats How the hell that thanks yeah. it's pretty impressive <laughs> <laughs> so, uh when covid started i think they kind of freaked out didn't know what was happening yeah. like in orders didn't go through from the factory or whatever so he calls me out of the blue um and was like hey uh this is the first time yeah this yeah. was 2020 and it's like starts going on about how you know they're not sure what's going to happen blah 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 he was like so we can't pay you anymore and i was like well that was like kind of out of nowhere like fuck i was pretty bummed i told burns that day and burns was like what the fuck he was like no way and like burns lit into them <laughs> it's like burns and i have been friends for a long time and he's always been super supportive of me and he like lit into them and this was like on a friday and on a Monday, I get a call like, hey, can we pretend that didn't happen? <laughs> like, we'll get you a new contract, pretend that didn't happen. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, I get it. The world's fucking upside down right I mean, now. We, yeah, we had that. We had we had advertisers pull out and like, we like, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. This is scary. We're out. Yeah. You know, like we're just pulling dollars. Let me so, get my quick opinion on that. Fuck that. Yeah, I get the reason that. Why, the reason why I say it, because I, I stand real heavy with riders that you're the first to deal with the situation when things get bad versus like everything should be watched right and when things don't go the way everybody think they should go you're the first to get yeah. cut something don't go right you get cut every single time so it's, that's why i say yeah. Like that. yeah well yeah it is it is interesting it was like that was that was an eye-opener for me like you know i i know nobody's safe from anything but i like you know those guys were always really nice to me and supportive and it was like okay it was like things get bad my, i'm on the chopping block yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. my small amount of money i cost them on the chopping block yeah and then yeah years go, year goes by and he's like it was basically like yeah like i don't know we're just trying to trim things down was it also on friday <laughs> it was the first day of montana trip i'm not sure <laughs> so i just got on a kick trip and i like got the phone call in the morning and i was like i know what this is yeah. at this point like okay you guys did this once mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah. And, you know, I thank them for, like, awesome trips. The team's fucking sick. I don't regret it. Like, it um, is what it is. It is what yes. it is. Every sponsorship right. ends. Yeah. 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 And then uh, you 
I don't know. I mean, we have something else going on potentially, but I don't know if we can say anything yet. I don't know if it's official. So I don't know what you guys talking about. You? What? Parts? Sponsor? I don't have a part sponsor. Okay. Not after Saturday's night or Friday night. So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> you like to do me like that? <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't say. laughs> we'll let the people wonder about that one. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So nothing else going on apparently. So. Well, you were talking. Okay, you were supposed to. You were talking about premium. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, yeah, I don't know what's happening. You know, well, I mean, like, oh, been... I mean, I'm talking to somebody, but nothing official. That's the answer. Yeah. Okay. That's not a weird thing to say publicly. Uh, no, know. not at all. Yeah. No. I think it'd be weird if, like, you didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. well, the, I'll just beep like, over premium. A, like, the reason why I say it'd be weird if you didn't say it is because it's like, well, that's normal. It actually is because, like, I think a lot of riders probably do talk to a bunch of different companies. Yeah. But yeah. that's cool, though, because it's like, somebody's paying attention to you somebody's like no yeah, yeah. I, I'm like yeah it'd be cool if the premium thing worked out like I think their team is fucking sick yeah I think you know Connors Joey they're so sick and like they are. revamping something like that like and Harrington used to ride for them that's cool as fuck yeah. Yeah. so yeah so yeah. I don't know that'd be cool yeah and then uh, obviously kink stuff I feel like I feel like kink is just like a trip every month or two. Oh yeah, basically. So, what is there stuff in the works? Is there is there going to be another full length? Uh, not there's no talks right now, uh, but I can't w- imagine we won't be doing something like that. Yeah. in the next year or two. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's like that's what we've always done. Do you guys? Do you ever go on a kink trip and then somebody does something and you actually hold on to it? Yeah, like even like right now, like Miami or something. Like I mean you know we didn't but if i feel like if like it was that level and everyone was like that was fucked that was a video part yeah like this is a trip video but that was fucked like we can't just throw that one away yeah not that it's throwing it away but like we need to hold on to that for something special yeah right i think yeah we definitely do that which is pretty sick what's it what's it like you know the old kink days obviously i mean you were around with like sure and ariaga too right a no i mean i was, was a, a little bit before i was a child yeah. like i met those dudes when i was like nine ten yeah. like dirty dan and yeah ryan and jim Slinsky, of course because yeah. he's from up there but uh yeah no i mean i've been through though two full generations like squash it was like me doyle sexton tony aaron smith yeah ben hiddle yeah and then it was like, you know, intervention was this middle ground of like things changing. And now, then it was like me, Calvin, Nathan, Travis, uh, now Jacob. And yeah. now King Casey. was your very first sponsor. Right? Only. Oh, yeah. yeah. Only, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That is, I mean, that's cool. That's, that's, it is. That is, you know, like. It's pretty nuts. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I mean, even, I mean, you brought up Jake a couple of times, but Jake is the same thing. Yeah. Like Rochester kid works at Kink now. Yeah. Start probably started in a warehouse, right? Yep. Yeah. And like now he's like like I don't know his official title, but he's a marketing manager or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he does stuff for like I think it's a lot of cinema stuff too. Mm-hmm. So he does like Kink That's and Cinema insane. marketing. Yeah. Wow. And like he just moved to Portland, so he's just living it. It does it does uh does Zach do much at Kink anymore? Zach yeah, Zach? I think Zach does international sales. Okay. And then 
I know he like keeps in touch with a bunch of people. Yeah. Like Zach's still in it and in the loop. Yeah. He's just like, you know, all the more like day to day pay attention to shit. He knows that like Matt's got it. Yeah. And Jay's got his eyes on everything else. That's, I mean, you know, Zach, w- Zach Phillips was obviously a writer, writer own company, but he, you know, it gets to a point where you go, Hey, there needs to be that next generation. That's a little more in tune with what's happening. And he's like, it's sick that he found people that are, able to like he can hand the keys over to them essentially yeah he can pay attention to the the bottom line or something like that but like no he fully trusts those dudes yeah that's sick that's so cool that it's like and they i mean they care like their lives are like they're in this day in day out there's no looking for an out they love bmx they love kink and it's great to be a part of something like that That it's really sick we have a do you have an idea of like is there, is there a role for you in there at any point um, down the road? or? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love BMX and I love being a rider. Yeah. And I think, you know, hopefully a long ways from now down the road, I just love riding. And, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'd like to do something with, like, fitness or, like, but, like, training people. Like, how Greg helped me. Yeah. Like, I would like to help people who need help and want to be helped. Yeah. So I'd like to do something like that maybe and then maybe pick up the video camera a little more again. Cool. But yeah. Really yeah. Cool. The video stuff's good. Yeah. Oh, you brought up the still standing part and I was like, Oh yeah, that was Dan. Yeah. That yeah, was sick. So what about uh what about you? Van life? Van life. What do you do with that thing? Uh well I've been I've been in the van for probably about six, seven months now. And I don't know. I've just been hanging out. I cruised down to Austin for a little bit, hung out with Dan, and then parked it the, in my lot. Yeah, parked that thing right behind my apartment. For, <laughs> for neighbors, <laughs> and then spent the summer at Woodward. That was a good time. But no, that was kind of on accident too, right? Yeah, I was only supposed to be there for the first week, and then just ended up staying the whole time. Bump it. Yeah, bump it, hero. Well, he's jumping <laughs> over the phone. Yeah, yeah he's right? going. He's over the yeah, phone. Yeah. I've been up. Went to Woodward East twice in the last month and a half. Oh yeah, you're a Woodward yeah. guy now. <laughs> yeah, bro. I gotta get a van. I gotta get a van to park behind them over there. Dude. But yeah, like uh, he's flying over the whole building. Yeah, yeah. yeah I heard about the 13 footer. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> Pelling at that thing, I'm sure, just in the middle of nowhere, just like a big quarter pipe and nothing else is around it. Oh like, yeah, that yeah, no hander. The quarter pipe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Matt Hoffman shit. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. paddling down just crappy gravel uh-huh. as fast as you can at this big quarter pipe. Yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there upcoming projects for either, either of you guys? You got anything going on after this? Or? Um, I'm you're going to Battle of Hastings. I know that. Which yeah, is I'm stoked for that. Yeah, that's awesome. Can't wait. Yeah, you'll fucking kill that yeah. park. So. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I can't wait to watch you ride that bull from afar. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going. <laughs> from my clicking machine. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm going to start just working on my own thing, especially with like no parts stuff lined up. Like, yeah. you know, I'll do whatever. I don't think I have any kink stuff lined up other than going on trips constantly, which is sick. But like, I want to make my own part where I'll have my friends film it with my cameras and do it for fun and be something that like, I'm proud of on all ends. Yeah. So I'll probably work on it for a little while, but I'm going to start doing that. What do you have to say to any up and coming riders that want to pursue trying to be a professional bike rider? Love it. You just have to love it first. Like, yeah. Love it first and love it for like, love it for the BMX. You know, like I think like anyone would say the day you worry about 
the money or like getting recognition or what the fuck ever, like you've gone off the path. I think that's the only good thing about injuries for me is like, it's like reset what I really care about. And I just care about riding and like pushing myself. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Is there the crew in Austin? Who's your crew? I guess. Uh, I feel like, I mean, like, I feel like the scene in Austin is obviously there was like the golden era yeah. of Austin, but, but I feel like the scene now is still, it's like really, a revamped era. Yeah. It's really strong. Yeah. It's like, I mean, Brett, I, Brett and I ride every day and it'll be like Brett, Jared Duncan, Julian Ortega, Hobie, um, I'm sure there's people missing that are gonna be mad at me. Blown. No, it's okay. <laughs> but your boy no. Daryl. Yeah, but Daryl's like Daryl's. He's busy, busy sometimes. Yeah, he's so busy. anytime Daryl can get out, he does. Yeah. But like, you know, Daryl's got shit to do. Yeah. But yeah, like that crew, we go out all the time. Like we'll ride a park in the morning and then go take the cameras out and try and find something to do in the day. And like then we'll go to a park at night. Like there's days where like. I think Jared and Julian work part-time, mm-hmm. but when they're not working, like we'll be out riding all day together and it's really awesome. And Brett works too, but he is constantly riding. Yeah, he is. Brett will wake up at 8 a.m. like and go straight to riding. He just is so, he loves it. See, I think I was talking to somebody else recently who just got a job and after, after being a pro for a super long time and they're like, having a job just makes me focus on the time that i do have to ride and i go in and i get it fucking done and i have i get just as much done as i did before but it's just like condensed yeah in a more time and it's like it gives that schedule and that regiment of stuff really does like even if you have a part-time job it's like it gives you a reason to get out of bed yeah you know, like what you were saying earlier i gotta get out of bed i'm done at one i go fucking cruise my day is com- full and complete and i'm like fulfilled yeah you know like as a as a human being yeah, it seems like it could I, give lo- a lot of people structure. Yeah, you know, structure. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah, just without structure, you just, it's too much time on your hands. It's like not, it's just not a good thing. Because yeah. then you're wondering, like, am I doing enough? Am I happy? Should I be doing something differently? Like, would that make me happier? And then it's like, that's not productive. <laughs> Sitting there having those thoughts over yeah. and over again. To a point. Yeah. 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 yeah you you need stop. to ask you yourself. Answer the question and then, and then yeah. be done. Yeah. yeah. What a. What are those dudes like, like Julian and Jared and stuff? What do they say about Austin versus California? Are they, you know, uh, they love it. They yeah. tried to, they wanted to move back for a second uh-huh. and then they went back on a trip for like a week and we're like, nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, they just, I feel like it's harder for them to get a squad to go every day and everything's just more spread out here. You know, mm-hmm. in Austin, we all get together and we're like super in one spot mm-hmm. and can go from place to place together. We're here. You got dudes that live in Temecula and dudes that live, you know, in Long Beach. And like, it's just, it's easier there because we're all pretty close to each other. Yeah. I was like, do you ride with Dugan? Uh, yeah. Mornings at house park. I do ride with Dugan. Yeah. I love riding with Dugan. <laughs> I love just hanging with him. He's fucking nuts. High energy. He, it's yeah. so good though. Like yeah, it is. he's so, he's not over the top to me in any way. He's just fun to be around. He's funny, but like, yeah, like Dugan, Aaron Chase. I love when I get to, hang out with those dudes but it's just usually a different setting it's not like going out street riding it's like we'll all hang out in the morning and then everyone goes off and does their own thing all right cool do you have any other like uh, do you have any goals within bmx that you want to achieve like you don't have to share them if you don't want to but just like certain things that you think about a lot or um different projects you want to work on do you have uh 
a goal to maybe want to be in the X Games, the the original one, like anything? Uh, yeah. You know, I've made I made a checklist. Like I I legitimately wrote down a checklist when I was like nineteen, and I kind of checked them all off. Maybe maybe that's I aimed amazing. too low. <laughs> no, no. But sick. like it was kind of like okay, like or I was like eighteen. I was like okay, turn pro for kink. Like that's what I want, and like get a get a part sponsor. And then it was like turn pro for that part sponsor and then it was like get into the real bmx and it was like move somewhere else and it was like do all these things and then it was like okay wow like they actually like i i got there in those ways and that's great but that's not it's it's never enough you know Mm -hmm. not once was it like oh cool i'm doing this it's like you have to you have to do this now like it's time to do this and yeah i want to do I would love to get more into contest stuff. Like, I feel like, especially when I'm like on a weekday riding a plaza park by myself, like I think that would help. That helps for contest shit. And I would like to go back now. Cause it's been a long time since I've gone to something like that and do that. And like, I want to put out a video part, like I said, working on my own thing, but like have it be like an actual part, not like two minutes I put together, like, cool, let's put it out. Yeah. Like I want it to be like, I know when it's done. Do you feel like you've improved in that? Like, well, I feel like the the contest stuff is always like it's so small overall, yeah. and it's like it'd be nice if that stuff got a little bit bigger and a little more official, I mean, so it like kind of catered to people that yeah that are willing to do technical stuff, but on a bigger level. Looking at like if I look at like the old X Games street setups, like mm-hmm. there was like a I think like a sixteen stair or something at one of them. Yeah. Like that's like the type of contest. That's that the one, ride. right? Yeah. 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 Everybody yeah. always talks uh-huh. about that one. Yeah. That was a big ass rail. It was yeah. a big ass yeah. rail. And yeah. it was like there was still good hips and shit. Yeah. It was like but it was like a real course. Like, yeah, I it's kinda like, I feel like it would be more natural to the bike rider, right? Yeah. 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 It's gotten to a point which is so everyone is who goes to that shit is so fucking dialed. It's mm-hmm. amazing. But it is so technical. And for the most part, like no handrail is bigger than an eight stair. So like unless you're gonna bar back truck or some crazy shit it's like what are you gonna do <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah it, it's definitely it's like a different style of riding yes yeah. and it's to a degree it's nuts it's so cool to see but i would like to do something more i would love to do a contest of like big street shit where it's like a made course but yeah. like yeah yeah that would be fun a little yeah, more cindy and just to see yeah uh, see how people would do it differently because those dudes would still murder it mm-hmm. but it'd be interesting to see like the difference yeah i think we talked about recently that hb contest that was like it was a video part they filmed for like two days and they could do a video part and then they had like a standing contest too oh the, like, the one on the beach yeah it was like a team yeah thing. that was like 2012 harrington was in harrington. that harrington. Yeah, it was like was harrington sexton garrett yeah. mm-hmm. tammy, like, was down, yeah, did, tammy was in it yeah tammy was in downside pegs to, to bar. bar yeah and then that so three fun. toboggan like he does over the box. Oh yeah, some, yeah. they just somebody one of those uh old the early two thousands posted, posted that. a photo of I, that. I saw that. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking find it. Yeah, dude, I think he did like, yeah, he did like over X to back over bar on like a yep, very okay. yeah yeah from the contest <laughs> too. Pretty wild, man. Get that guy on this freaking podcast. Is that Miles <laughs> down there filming. Him? I don't know. I think it was Christian. I think it's Christian. Oh, yeah. Christian. Okay. Way well, uh, oh, I can see the stance. That's definitely Christian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Got the stance. wise stance. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the swag stance. Have you the, um, the pre the the old Christian stance? Now he's like this. <laughs> yeah. It's totally yeah, yeah, different yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm like that too. So it's all right. <laughs> uh, 
Do you um, ride any other bikes other than BMX bikes, or do you like road bikes, mountain bikes, anything? No. No. <laughs> How funny does Tony Hamlin look on a mountain bike? Ooh, he's not gonna be happy about that. But pretty fucking funny. He's a, he is a little guy, and that is a big bike. Uh, it's a little guy I'm and a big glad, bike. I'm, I'm, I'm glad anytime bike. I can just uh, fuck with Tony just a little bit. So. It's so it's funny. It's funny to watch that transition. Like that's so prevalent now. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's I, always been that way. Yeah, let's be real. It always is that way. But it's funny. I don't know. Am I just noticing it more now? I think so. But it's always been that way. Like a fucking Darren Bearcloth. Like that's like a OG mountain biker, like legend in freestyle mountain biking. Was a BMX guy. Was a BMX guy. Nikolai Rakatin, if I got his <laughs> name right. I, like literally was a. I used to ride against him in contests when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> and, he be, and he beat you. Yeah, for yes. sure. <laughs> I have I have three second place like Woodward plaques, and so everyone who's like. Why are they all second place? I'm like, well, I was like 11 and that Nick like Nick like yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was really good, man. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's like, that's all, it's always kind of been like yeah, that. But I right. maybe, I mean, maybe it's more. I don't know. I like to deny that. But I don't know. In my head. Same. Any words of inspiration for the people watching? Kids, adults? For Jaden. Yeah. For Jaden. Uh, Jaden, you have any inspirational words for Dan? Yeah. Let's hear what you got. Let's hear some 19 year old words of inspiration. For someone who knows me, what you got for me? Mm. Mm. What's one thing you would change about Dan? (laughs) 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 One thing I would change about Dan. Mm. Well, look me in the eye when you say (laughs) (laughs) it. I want a funny story about Dan. So Dan's favorite movie of all time is Batman. Dan fucking loves Batman. Batman. And the Dark Knight ones. Yeah, the Dark Knight. It's it's funny because when you, I was when we were talking about the R eight and you were talking about driving around it at night and I was like I was like, Are you okay. fucking bad? Yeah. 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 Okay. So okay. thinking okay. Batman okay. or something? Yeah. <laughs> I literally almost said that. Yeah. Yeah. So he he wants to get this like bat suit. This like okay. This isn't real story. This, this is, is real story. The bat suit is sick though. Like it's like legit. Yeah, I looked into buying the replica suit. It'd be hilarious to <laughs> have that in your. Wait, closet. I thought it wasn't a real story. Well, I'm saying I wasn't actually gonna get this thing. Okay. But imagine like someone opens your closet and you just have that there, <laughs> and you gotta play it off like you're not a weirdo. And- <laughs> <laughs> he always talks about like getting in the bat suit and then driving the car around and like going out and like pretending to like fight crime yeah. like, saving, hey don't jaywalk saving yeah. a cat from a tree <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like i'm gonna get your cat down and then you like she <laughs> got the voice you like shoot it down doing <laughs> <laughs> it an hour right. talking about that one day like perching up like like you're gonna do something good and you go to save someone's cat but you just accidentally kill a cat by th- throwing it out of a tree and you're like you're welcome <laughs> That fucking weirdo just killed my cat in a Batman suit. <laughs> uh, I think we'll end on that one. <laughs> thank you, Dan. Thank you, thank guys. you, thank you, Batman. Yeah, thank you, Jaden. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. that story. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Like he's like, this is not a real story. He's like, yeah, but how good would it be? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> what a good skit that would be. You gotta get a clip in a Batman. Case, so. <laughs> All right. Oh man, thank you.